0: during anything in your life that can be stressful or hard, is my opinion. I love it. Hey,
1: Christy, Christy, why don't you tell her about your emotional support robot you want to Uh, get?
2: (laughs) So I was just just telling Chris, (laughs) because he's not okay with me getting a real dog. I went on Facebook Marketplace.
1: And now, coming to you from the K2 Studios in San Diego, California, it's the world famous Chris and Christine Show.
2: Hey, what's happening, everybody? How are you guys doing today? I am Chris. And I'm Christine. And welcome to episode 31 of the Chris and Christine Show.
1: Fantastic. It is the 31st episode of the official world-famous Chris and Christine Show.
2: And we are world-famous because... We're fabulous.
1: That's right. That is amazing. So, Christine, being that it is a big 3 1, uh, we're getting up there in age, aren't we? 31 uh, plays. I mean, 31 episodes.
2: Yeah, I was trying to think of what I actually did on my 31st birthday, and I can't really remember. It was kind of an unremarkable birthday, but this is not going to be an unremarkable episode. It's going to be one to remember.
1: That's correct. We have a fun filled episode this week for you guys. And thank you, I gotta say thank you, and thank you for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate it.
2: And I am ready to bring it today, Chris, because I have been quarantined up in this place for 15 days now, and so I had to like channel a little bit of feistiness because, oh, the days just drag on.
1: You would not believe the feisty Christine (laughs) has been going on tonight. Oh, my goodness.
2: I have my punk rock ponytails on.
1: Well, does that give you the right to be all feisty mcfive hey,
2: hey, you said to me, I like it when you bring the heat, Christine. I would like it if you were a little bit feistier. I like the banter. And so I just thought, you know what? I'll go for broke tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cashing all your chips in the table. So, hey, uh, cash it all in. Let's see what happens. Let it ride.
2: Yeah, what I've been thinking about, actually, is this is probably why married couples don't go for, like, two-week honeymoons. They probably keep it to, like, three no, to five. I five. No,
1: you know, I have seen people go on two- or three-week, even month-long honeymoons.
2: Well, what I was going to say is the majority of couples don't. They go for, like, you know, 10 days or less. And I think it's because when you're cooped up together for that long, the feistiness really comes out. Now, I have to ask you, Chris.
1: Yeah, what's up, do baby? Do you
2: like the feistiness? Uh <laughs> <laughs> put you on the spot.
1: Um Yes, I do. Uh, I do. I mean, but the thing is with Christine is that she's actually been stuck here in the house. I don't think she's ever left the house. We, we went left yesterday. We
2: went and we did a parking lot picnic yesterday. Like
1: a lot of people do because you can't eat inside a restaurant. You got to go pick it up to go drive through or pick it up, you know, curbside or however they do it. And you got to take it somewhere else. And we're out and about. So let's go to an empty parking lot because guess what? That place was closed too. Most places were closed.
2: Yeah, because in San Diego last weekend, even after they put the orders, the stay at home orders in place, people were flocking to the beaches because it's almost time for spring break. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, the
1: cops put a big kibosh on that, didn't they? Yeah,
2: they did because people were worried about that actually really contributing to the Mm COVID-19 crisis. And so... All parks, all beaches, even the historic Hotel Del Coronado is closing down after this weekend. Wait, they're not closed yet? No, because they were waiting until they were honoring their reservations through this weekend because they are in their 132-year history. They've never closed their doors or 136 years. And so it's really historic. But they're closing down after today. Well, the cops, I think,
1: they made them close down.
2: I don't know. Something like that. But the thing is, is because they're located on... Uh, Coronado, and there's been some military um, cases with the ships that are based out of North Island right there that it's just too dangerous, so...
1: Oh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, they are, uh, like I said, the beaches are all closed, all the roads, all the parks. Basically, they're saying it's sunny. had a great day today, too. This weekend was fabulous. It was sunny and warm. It was, and there was nowhere to go. And yeah, you couldn't do anything. <laughs> they wouldn't let you do anything. So what are you supposed to do?
2: I guess I'm starting to really understand what a puppy feels like when they're, like, sitting at the window waiting for their their owner to come home, and they're like, <laughs>
1: Oh, is, then, that, is that what you do when I come
2: home? from yes, work? Yes, I get so excited. That's why I stayed up on Friday night until Chris got home from work. It was like 30 in the morning. And he's like, I'm so not used to you being up. I, I like, know. It's so weird. Like, Did you want to talk to me? And he's like, um, good night. You could go to bed. And I'm like, what? What? I've yeah, been waiting all yeah. day long.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird because Christine has a perfect little, by the way, um, Christine's little office for work. It's beautiful it's perfect i love it i get so jealous of your cute little office Our, my
2: home office your home office it's amazing i love it because at work i have a cubicle
1: yeah you have like what do you stare at a wall or something
2: i stare at a gray wall and it's not even it's a faux wall a foam I, like a fuzzy a foe, wall like, like faux like fake
1: wait it's a fake wall Well,
2: it's like a cubicle wall so it's like a half wall
1: well i not you wouldn't hang like anchors from it but i'm saying like you, it's a physically a barrier that you can't see outside it right
2: it's only a half wall. It's only like, like if I stand up.
1: Oh, you can look over it.
2: Like there's a window in it. Yes. And it's open and it's on a main walkway and I love where I work but it is on a big walkway and I have a skylight above me but there's no windows right where I'm at. And so now at my home office, oh. I have a window and today I was working in there Um, even though it's the weekend, I was doing some schoolwork and I had the window open, the birds were chirping, there was a slight breeze and there was a little bit of sunshine and it was like, glorious amazing so thank you for helping me get set up over here chris
1: oh you are so welcome i think after working in your home office did not you tell me last week that you said you're actually getting more done now than you ever did before well
2: i always get a lot done at work but i feel like i it's not that i'm getting more done it's like i'm making myself do more i don't know if anybody else out there that's listening feels like this but It's almost like when you're working and not in the office, you want to prove to others that you're getting a lot of stuff done. And so I try to overdo it. And so I found myself not taking a stretch break, not taking a lunch break, and then next thing I looked up at the clock and it was 5.45 and I'm supposed to be off at 5. So I'm just having to watch it really carefully to make sure that I don't blur those boundaries.
1: Well, you know, it's funny thing, is, you say, a lot of people are actually working from home remotely being that it's under the big quarantine. But if you go out and about, not that you have, Christine, because you've been locked down, but out and about where I've been out all over the city, it seems like the roads still seem busy, there's still traffic, there's still people out there you go to the stores people are out there uh, restaurants drive--throughs tons of people so um, but uh I you know I, it makes it, it's kind of weird you know because because everybody's out and everybody's cu- posting quarantine you know it's, it's still busy out there right
2: yeah it's I I only hear about it from others because I'm not actually there and seeing all the people out and about but yeah you know I think that it's people are starting to starting to listen. Hopefully there, I saw this post on, and and then we'll get off this topic because nobody wants us to keep talking about it. But I saw this post on social media, which was like, I feel like we're back in kindergarten where there's only one kid that's not following the rules and the rest of us are getting punished. Stay at home people. You know, it's just like that whole, if everybody would stay home, it would get better faster. So stay home.
1: Yes, do the and right, listen to us. Do the right thing, you know. But unless you have to go to work, like I do, I have to actually, actually go to work and all that stuff. It's it's uh, because
2: you're essential.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm an essential worker. If it wasn't for me, nothing get done around here. You know what I'm saying? Right?
2: Chris is gonna wear a badge from <laughs> now on. He reminds me of it. Like I'm essential. I have to go out. But uh, anyway, so Chris, what have you been up to this week other than working?
1: Well, uh, this weekend, I mowed the backyard. Mm-hmm. I did some lawn care, like uh, got out there, did the weed whacker, did the mow in the lawn, the backyard. I hung up some um, cute little solar lights in the backyard along the fence. I love them. They're amazing.
2: They're so cute. It was like a DIY project, but those were in the ground lights before, right? And you put them on the fence?
1: Yeah, they were like, we had these... Um, what do they call them? Driveway lights, I guess. You uh-huh. They're like driveway solar lights that you put on by your driveway in the dirt, but they like get run over or um, something happens to them. Some are broken. I don't remember what happened. Right. So I took them all down. I got different ones and I still had them in the backyard. I'm like, you know, those things would be kind of cool if we could like take some wire or something and hang them on the fence posts. And it's exactly what we did. I hung them all along the fence posts in the backyard. And at night now, you actually have this nice little setup. It's great. I love it.
2: Yeah. One of the things that I love about you is that you figure out how to use things and repurpose them and come up with really innovative ideas. When you were first explaining it to me, I was thinking, there's no way that's going to work. And I remember when we were walking down the aisles at the hardware store wherever we were and you were telling me your idea and we were going back and forth like I don't know if you remember that that was a huge argument at like Home Depot or Lowe's What about the
1: lights itself
2: about like I'm just going to use this wire and I'm going to wrap it around in this way and I'm like no that's not going to work we need to get a bracket which reminds me of our same exact conversation I had about hanging the plates on the wall maybe I just need to get out of your way and just not chime in well here's
1: the thing I think I look at it as like a common sense thing like common sense says uh using scotch tape to glue plates to a wall um
2: Are you really bringing that up right now? <laughs> it's butter. not going to work.
1: It's like or even getting any kind of tape it's not going to hold on on a stucco. What is it? Not stucco. What kind of wall is this? Uh finished wall, I don't know.
2: It's stucco but it has like a glossy paint over it. It's not like a regular flat paint.
1: Well, most walls are like this kind of wall and Christine took these uh beautiful plates she got decorative plates and she used what kind of tape did you use?
2: Well, they were 3M foam tape that I'd used because I'd done a plate wall when I had an apartment and it lasted for two years on my apartment wall without a single issue. And so I was ready to do the same thing here and I bought the same exact stuff, just a little bit heavier duty because Chris had said, well, on my walls... The, it like things don't stick, and so I was yeah, like, "Yeah, okay. nothing
1: stays in my wall unless you like hammer it to the stud." Right. <laughs> so I tip. got
2: extra, extra of this tape, and it's like it's not just scotch tape; it's foam, 3M tape, you know, like the the removable stuff. Like you, but pull you it, put it
1: like on the little edge rim, trim. which is what
2: I'd done before. Uh,
1: the plates, by the way, by the way, are uh, on the backside. They are not completely flat like a piece of paper. They are have like a little ridge. Around them. And that little ridge is what she used to tape it on. So you get this tiny little micro ridge, it's probably like maybe two millimeters in width. So two millimeters of grip is all you really had on the wall.
2: And in my apartment where I used to live, it worked perfectly. However, you came up with a great solution after multiple plates fell and broke. And just like you did with the solar lights today, you've got these really creative DIY projects. And I think that those little lanterns look so cute they look like the lanterns that you would see like from a 1920s movie like hanging on a walkway like not down on down low but like the ones they used to um, light, like the like, like the lantern. little gas lamps.
1: A gas, yes, I, that's what it is. It reminds me of the gas lamp. I got my own little gas lamp quarter right here in, <laughs> in my backyard.
2: It's so adorable. I love it. And then when it lit up tonight, it was so cute. And I was so excited to see that everything worked out for you and how cute our backyard looks. And thank you so much.
1: It looks great when I mow it. It does look good when you do keep to keep take care of it. Don't let it go to. Uh, you know, trash. So enough about me, Christine. So what happened with you?
2: Well, I got sucked into a new Netflix series and I know it's been blowing up the internet, but it is crazy. And I can't believe that I allowed myself to get sucked into it. But I have to admit, I have been a little bit hooked on Tiger King.
1: Tiger King, huh?
2: Yeah. it sounds like a used car lot. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I, I put it on for you for like 15 minutes last night and you fell asleep after like, three but it is wackadoodle it's crazy and uh in this crazy world it actually is a little bit calming to me for some reason because it's like there's crazier stuff that's happening out in the world and crazier than this huh yeah way crazier like i can stay at home and be safe because i'm not trapped at home i'm staying at home so that i stay healthy um but this show is just bizarre and now i want a baby tiger cub
1: well, we'll get you one. I promise.
2: <laughs> they're illegal. You can't have them what? at home anymore. But maybe a stuffed one because you know I know
1: what. Like I don't think animals. you want a tiger because after watching that show, the people that are involved in that show, I don't want you turning into. Any I of-
0: know they're crazy. They're so crazy.
1: Any of those people? Yeah.
2: Well, it was an interesting show to watch, and we have an interesting show lined up for you today. I'm really excited. Chris and I are both very excited that we have a guest that is coming on the show with us right after this, and we will be back and hopping right into that interview Right after this.
1: Hey there, K2
2: crew. We love having you as our loyal listeners. To keep up to date with what's happening behind the scenes, check us out on social media.
1: Yeah, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter.
2: And don't forget to follow our Facebook page. Yeah, tag us in your favorite fun stories,
1: and guess what? You might just end up on the show. Okay, welcome back, everybody. And we have a special treat for you guys we have a VIP guest here. Well, actually, here coming to us virtually, we have the one, the only Ashley from the Loud But Harmless podcast.
0: Whoa.
1: Ha- <laughs> How are you doing, Ashley?
0: I'm good. Just well, chilling, you know, in my house. Social, oh. <laughs> are you social distancing right now? Of course. I don't want to get, I don't get the, corona.
1: <laughs> the Corona. The Corona. The Corona. The Corona 19. I so, don't want to get it. So are you physically on lockdown? Are you out and about? Are you working out? Are you doing anything like that?
0: Um, the first week I thought I was on a permanent sleepover and I just stayed up till like 2 a.m. binging shows like Nurse Jackie and Tiger King and eating red vines and Doritos and not showering or washing my hair. Gross. Like I was, I was like a bum. It was not cool. In my house, having a sleepover with myself, like I should have frozen my bra. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> But this week I've been turning it around. Like I've been slowly getting into what I call my quarantine routine, which my psychology made me write down Ooh. so I can follow it. So oh, I can, can follow it. Tell us what that is because I think that we need a routine. So enlighten <laughs> us. You no, know, you really do. I told my my best friend this morning, she's like, I'm getting anxiety. Like, you know, right. Everybody's starting to go stir crazy at this point because it's day seven of the quarantine and the lockdown. Um. So I just told her like, Make a routine of things that you normally would do when you're home. Like for me, I would, you know, wake up, make some coffee, walk my dogs, read the news a little bit, take a break, you know, walk the dogs again, do some yoga, study, take a break, make some lunch, read a self-help book. You know what I mean? I just pick things that are healthy habits that really like make me feel good and take Like I'm taking care of myself and fill your day with those, but you don't need to stick to it completely. Like I've barely been sticking to it, but every day I get a little better.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. Every day I get a
0: little better. (laughs) Now, so you- I may or may not be drinking a beer right now, but every day (laughs) I get a
2: little better. (laughs) So you mentioned your dogs. Chris and I were just having a conversation because we don't have a pet and I'm trying to convince him that a dog would be good for me, so-
0: How do you live? I know, so give me
2: your dog. Well,
1: we used to have a dog. We used to have a dog, but my previous tenant that lived here with us, Mm. uh, my ex-wife, she took the dog with her.
0: Your (laughs) ex-wife lived with you and your wife? No, 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 no. I was oh my God, no. you're like Doc Antle on Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm obsessed with Tiger King. Sorry. No, that's okay. I've been seeing it's, it trending across social media. It's a crazy show. But yeah. tell us your best
2: pitch for why Chris should let me get a dog.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's so many dogs that need to be saved. Get a rescue first and foremost. Yes. All four of my dogs are rescues. For me, they're my emotional support animals, like mm-hmm. legally. And they will... Basically, look at it like this. Every day they wait for you, they always will love you. It's unconditional love from this little nugget that you take care of. And the bond that you have with these dogs is so special. And they really are, if, they're, if it's legal or not, your emotional support animals during something like this or doing, during anything in your life that can be stressful or hard, is my opinion. I love so, it. Yeah. I love
1: hey, Christy, why don't you tell her about your emotional support <laughs> robot you want to uh, get? <laughs>
0: I was, what? Just, I was just telling Chris because he's not
2: okay with me getting a real dog. I went on Facebook Marketplace, and I found that they have these little cats and dogs that look real, but they're really? not. But they purr, and they like they, they breathe. And so it just tricks your brain into thinking they're real. He's almost on board with that
0: Chris, one. Chris, why don't you want a dog?
1: No, I love a dog. Actually, I, What's built, your problem, Chris? I, built, I built a dog house a couple years ago. I thought Am you I...
0: loved your wife, Chris.
1: <laughs> well, we're not married yet, but... uh oh,
0: thought you loved your... Fiancé Chris. Thank you. Y- yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> did you? Yes, do I you?
1: yes, I might get a dog. I, I missed the old dog we used to have here. I I missed him. Miss Jake. He was this big do labyrinth- you? Oh, yes. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I I I'm the only one who took after him. I took him on walks. I picked up his poop. I did everything, you know.
2: And that oh, would be the, the t- same. That yeah. would be the same. So, I think he doesn't want to take on <laughs> the responsibility because well, he wants why would why wouldn't you take care of the dog? Well, I would take care of it emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> why would you not walk it? I would walk it, but but I wouldn't necessarily pick up its you know poop <laughs> like she didn't even want to say poop that's
0: so funny
1: <laughs> yeah yeah but I, well, I i even built a dog house in the backyard i got a dog house I, yes i built it from my bare hands at, at a oh, scrap wow.
0: that is amazing
1: i know i got carpeting in there and everything
0: what that is a, oh my gosh i'd give anything to have that for my dogs they well my kids
1: my kids love playing in it now as like a little hideout
0: okay don't your kids want a dog too Oh, they do. They do. They love dogs. Our kennels quarant—like our kennels—on lockdown right now. They're not. So I did my research oh. actually,
2: and no. you just have to schedule an appointment in advance. See, I've done all the research. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm very open about the fact that I don't pick up dog poop.
0: So there you go. <laughs> oh man. Well, you so, do have the backyard so you can have the dog go there and then Chris pick it up. And you do everything. That That was else. what
1: was happening for a little bit. I got two <laughs> I got two backyards to my house. I have like the the nicer backyard with like the grass and like the chairs and patio, then I have like the crappy backyard which is like where the air conditioning unit is. It's and like just, a dog mm-hmm. run. Dog run just right. junk junk area and that's where the dog house is. And the dog was back there, but he would dig so many holes like try to get out from under the fence. Dig I every day I go out there and I'm like, "What did you do?" Oh, I got What a,
0: kind of dog?
1: It was a uh, golden retriever? No.
0: A yellow oh, yeah. lab. Yellow lab. Well, yeah. I don't, I I don't know. Labs.
1: Okay. Yeah, yellow yeah. lab. But a bit, he was yeah. big, and he yeah. wasn't. He wasn't neutered either. So he's big. You know what? Gonojone is hanging do underneath it. him when he walk Always around. Always
0: neuter. Always neuter.
1: Well, the plan was he was a purebred. We were planning on breeding him, but that never mm-hmm. happened.
0: Sure. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. No, I do get it. I, I love labs. They're great dogs.
1: Oh, he was sweet though. He was a big. guy. He was very big though. But he was very. Um, he was very sweet.
0: Okay, so you guys are getting a dog. Go so, on. So maybe,
2: maybe. <laughs> but we brought you on because we wanted to hear about you and all of the exciting projects that are going on in your life. So mm. why don't you give us a little bit of an um, insight into what the Loud But Harmless podcast is about. We've listened to it, but our listeners
0: would love to subscribe. It's my, it's my um, radio fix. It's also very therapeutic for me, mm-hmm. only because, because I've been through so much uh, the past couple years, and right now I'm like, I'm on the other side. I'm regulating, I've regulated, well, we're currently regulating my meds, all this, right? Like mm-hmm. I've flipped over, and if you listen to my podcast, the About Harmless podcast, especially if you listen to the morning show I used to be on, or if you know me at all, because I was in radio for, for like 14 years, and I still am, I like do Alt-94.9 mm-hmm. once a week, but obviously right now I'm on furlough. So um, the podcast is my baby. It's a way for me to talk to the listeners, help the listeners, make the listeners laugh. It's a fix for me. It's like my radio fix. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because I, the biggest thing I do miss from being full time on a, on a radio morning show is the listeners. Like that was being able to talk to them, help them, make them smile, make their days better. That was like my favorite thing about it. Yeah. So I still get to do that through the podcast And it's very therapeutic for me. If you listen, you're going to like, here's just like the raw me. I mean, I don't really hold back and I got a lot going on. And um, I feel like, you know, it's a very relatable podcast. You kind of feel like you're just hanging out with your friends and you definitely don't feel alone because we're all whacked out. We're all weird. We all have (laughs) mental health stuff. So you just know that you you fit in no matter who you are.
1: Oh, that's great. When you started your podcast, was it was it very nerve wracking to do or you just fall right into it because you had your radio background?
0: Well, I was drinking every day at that time, Chris, and I was totally numbed out. And so when I did the podcast, it sounded like, am I allowed to cuss? It sounded like poop.
1: Sorry. Oh, really? Well, Sorry, yeah, yeah we, we try to keep it. I know a, your a
0: fiance pe- hates that word. It sounded like poop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, ours did, ours did too, because at first when we started doing this, like, yeah. like I had this idea. Like, I've always wanted to get into radio like you, and I've mm-hmm. always wanted to do that from like back in college, and it never never worked out for me, but um, when I heard about podcasting, I'm like, yeah, it'd be cool to do that, but I didn't want to do it alone. I didn't want to be this preachy, like, boring podcast that, that mm-hmm. just do it by themselves. I wanted like, a co-host, and I didn't know who would want to do it with me, but Christine says she wanted to do it, and I said, well, great, let's figure this out. Let's figure out how we can do this.
2: And so he drug me into it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yeah, like you said, it's our baby. And so we totally can relate to that and how it's a creative outlet for you. And I could see how in the midst of this really uncertain time, how having that creative outlet that you can plug into without leaving your home is really helpful. Like
0: you said, it's therapeutic, right? Yes. And um, yesterday I did a It's All Mental podcast. Normally I do it once a month, but in this madness, I probably will be doing it a lot more, but that's where I really dive into what's going on, and how you can maybe prevent triggers from happening. You're going insane in your house. You suffer from depression or anxiety or insomnia. and You're massively stressed. Whatever it is, uh, the Intel Mental Podcast gives you tips on how to treat those symptoms, on how to calm it down, stay strong, and be able to handle this madness that is a pandemic that we are going through.
1: Oh, it's crazy. You know mean? I mean? It's nuts. I don't know if you, if you know what I do for work, for a living. No, um, I don't. Th- what do you not, do? This is not my, pay, my day job, by the way. I make, I make nothing off this podcast.
0: What? But I know. <laughs> I, don't make any, I don't make anything off mine either, for the record.
1: Well, it's for fun. It's all for funsies. Totally. But, but um, I'm actually a truck driver for a gasoline delivery, for a gasoline company.
0: No way.
1: I, d- I deliver gasoline to the gas mm. station around wow. Sa- around san diego and work has been really kind of slow because everybody's been at home oh sure you know we haven't been this week has been kind of a weird week where um they cut our hours you know we're not making hours a call, all, all overtime's been cut um i'm still going into work but uh but now they're going to start sending us out to the desert out to el centro why to, to deliver the stations out there
0: oh my from
1: gosh. san diego to el we used to do that years ago and Whoa. I we call it going over the hill, and I hated it.
0: And, and why do you have to do that? Because Just it, they're running low.
1: No, because we have we have stations out in the desert uh, that are my company owns or whatever. So yeah. so they used to have uh, carrier companies do it for us, but now because they're so slow, they're trying uh, to find work for us to do. So they're saying okay. you guys go over the you guys go to the desert. It's like a three hour. It's like a six hour turnaround.
0: <gasps> no.
1: And it's like through the wow. steep mountains and down the desert down to the hill, but. I, I I kinda I kinda hated doing it when we used to do it. It's like a long we're talking like listen to podcasts or whatever yeah. on, on your way out and that's how I would do. And that's what I do. I listen to podcasts all night long at work for the most part. That's what I've been doing for Yeah, a, sure. A, so
0: Yeah. Wow. So, Wait, Chris, when before you go on that trek, do you take the gas that's in your truck to fill up your truck? Uh, no, the,
1: the the truck, the the work... your
0: truck, your your, oh, your my, pickup my, truck. My, my pickup truck. Yeah. Well, whatever truck you drive, the gas in. Like, what if you um... ran out of gas and you you have all the gas? In? Well, <laughs> that's just funny. Sorry, I just. It is. I picture you on the side of the road, you're out of gas, but you have a whole truck full of gas.
1: (laughs) You're just filling it up. No, uh, the the trucks run on diesel, so it doesn't really work. show off. I know, I know. (laughs) But no, there's some times, there's times, like, they'll take a load of gas from San Diego out to El Centro and back. By the time Mm. you get back to San Diego, the fuel tank on the truck is, like, down to less than a quarter tank.
0: Sure, yeah. Yeah. Wow, well, that's a crazy job, Chris. It is a crazy job. I would not be able to do that job. I, I have ADHD. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. I would jump out of the own, my own window. I'd be like, "No." Well, he I'm keeps his, go exploring. He keeps himself busy with listening
2: to podcasts and so yeah. that's your show is one of the ones that he listens to and so he was super excited. I'm not going to say that he was fangirling, but he kind Aww. of was to have you <laughs> okay. on the show. Um, but I did have another question for you cuz um, I know that We're going to have to wrap up soon. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did wonder, since you did have your podcast episode out yesterday, really focusing on mental health, from your perspective, being um, on the hashtag stay at home uh, schedule right now, what would be your number one recommendation to our listeners for a thing that they could do
0: to take care of their mental health? If I were you, if you have a backyard... I would spend the majority of my time in the backyard. For me, I've got a really big patio and it's full of plants and I've decorated it all out, it's very therapeutic. I have been spending 90% of my day on the patio. I can do my work on my laptop. I can talk to friends, FaceTime or Facebook message with friends. Um, I can you know, do my social media work that I do to, to keep the followers um, entertained and in the know. I can do it all from my patio. Um, fresh air actually is like really good for your body, your brain, your mind, body, and soul. Fresh air. And I think so many people are cooped up in their houses oh, and they're right. going crazy. So, I mean, take long walks. You're allowed to do that, you know? Get outside. Um and breathe. And I, I know that you're like, wait, but the coronavirus, if you go in your backyard, you're fine. Right. You're yeah. still fine in your backyard. So I would be outside all day.
1: like you if know, I, were you. I have a theory about the coronavirus. My theory yeah. is this. Ooh, tell
0: me. I love theories.
1: My theory is this, is that and they want to keep everybody away. They want to keep everybody distant. They want to keep everybody quarantined or whatever. right? But people are out and about. You're going to run into people. You're going to run into yeah. it. Eventually, I think what's going to happen, I hate to say this, but I think eventually, I think everybody is going to get it at some point or be exposed to it at some point. And I think we need to focus on the cure. Focus on a vaccine.
0: Well, our uh, California governor... Yeah, the governor. Mm -hmm. uh, Newsom, he said that last night that he expects 25 million people to get it or he thinks that that's what will happen with this pandemic in California alone. And there's 40 million people. That's more than half. Right. Um, Is that going to happen? I don't know. It really comes down to honestly, a lot of things. As having enough supplies for the hospitals and moreover, like every single human needs to do their part. And so if you do not have the coronavirus, you need to stay at home, period. Right. Unless it's an, an emergency. When I went out to CVS the other day, I wore gardening gloves and I made a homemade face mask out of my yoga headbands because i just don't want to deal with it you know i what saw I mean? that yeah
1: i saw that you did that. I, I walked <laughs> it i went to ridiculous. the store
0: too i got so many looks one guy was so annoyed other people thought it was funny i don't care i just want to be healthy i don't want to deal uh, you know with with that nonsense i just think everybody needs to do their part and if they do we will beat this a lot quicker I agree. I
2: agree. And so we want to say thank you so much for being on the show. And Ashley, where can people find you on Instagram and how can they find your podcast?
0: It's all loud but harmless. Everything I do is loud but harmless. So all social media platforms, TikTok included. Just created an account because I've been content creating because it makes me happy and it makes you. Hope did did happy. you get the email from I'm SoundCloud? Bored. And I'm bored. Did
1: you get the email from SoundCloud? What? There was a SoundCloud email I got. It said something about SoundCloud collaborating with TikTok. Did you see no, that? No, it
2: wasn't with TikTok. It, it was, was it? with Twitch.
1: Oh, I don't know what the difference between these things are. I don't know. TikTok, Twitch, it's all the same to me. I don't know. <laughs> and, <you> know. <laughs>
0: Well, you show out of the loop, Chris. Yeah, I, I'm an old, but,
1: old funny daddy. Okay, what yeah,
0: yeah, old funny duddy You, that's the best. I'm gonna use that funny daddy. Bring that back. Yeah, and then for the, I, I love that for the podcast. You can Google out, but harmless. I'm on all podcast platforms, and they'll all come up: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, all of them. Awesome. Oh, that is
1: fantastic Ashley. you're
0: fantastic
1: thank you you're fantastic we're all fantastic <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the Chris of and Christine course. show today and we enjoyed talking with you
0: of course anytime you guys stay safe wash your hands <laughs> thanks mm-hmm. hey guys what's up it's the J-Boy Show I'm Ezekiel and I'm Jacob and I'm
2: Mason and don't forget to listen to our new podcast on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe it's a lot of fun Yes, it is. We talk about sports, motors, engines, and all kinds of stuff. And YouTubers. So and YouTubers. So don't forget to subscribe and listen in every Sunday. All right, and keep moving forward. Forward. All right, Chris, that was a fantastic interview, and now I have a hot topic for you. Are you ready? Ooh, what you got today for us, baby? All right, so we've been on this theme of talking about how to help yourself feel successful while you're still under quarantine, but one of the things that we haven't really touched on, and I don't think a lot of people are talking about, is how to date while under quarantine.
1: What? You know, How do you even do that? Because... You you can't even like meet the person without like oh my gosh what if you're not supposed to be anybody within 6 feet.
2: Well, How does that work? Well, one guy in Brooklyn, New York has come up with a workaround solution. His name is Jeremy Cohen and he lives in Brooklyn. Okay. And uh, it is now trending on social media specifically on Twitter and it's called quarantine cutie.
1: Ooh, OK. All
2: right. So here's the story. So Jeremy was in his apartment out on the balcony. And then he looks out at the building next to him. And he sees on the rooftop this female dancing around with I don't know if she had her headphones in, but she was dancing around on the roof, on the roof, on the roof.
1: Hopefully and so I was going to jump off. No,
2: no. Just dancing around. And she caught his attention. So he yelled over at her saying hello and waved at her and she waved back.
1: Oh, wow. There you go.
2: But the story doesn't stop there. And so he used modern technology. He had a drone. He put his phone number and fastened it to the drone and flew it over to her and said, text me.
1: Wow. Did she actually text him back? She
2: did within a couple of minutes. And then on Twitter, there's this whole sequence of how this has transpired to where He was able to conspire with her roommate to set up a virtual social distanced date where she sat on the rooftop and he sat on his balcony and then they FaceTimed each other and had a meal across from each other. Wow. And then he got a plastic bubble.
1: Okay. Now you're going too far.
2: (laughs) And he blew it up and then they actually met in person on the street. But he was in
1: the bubble though. He was in
2: the bubble. Yeah. He got flowers (laughs) for her and then he totally realized after that he couldn't give her the flowers because he was in the bubble.
1: Yeah. Or or because of the uh, quarantine thing.
2: Right, right. But
1: this whole thing sounds like it's almost sounds so made up. It sounds like a Hallmark movie. If it's not, it's going to be one. I'm sure.
2: Hashtag quarantine cutie.
1: Probably, it's probably in the works right now. I mean, yeah. once, once the studios get back to work, they're probably going to put this out, I would think.
2: Yeah, so it's just kind of a funny story, but it really speaks to if you're a single person, how do you maintain your dating life while you're under quarantine?
1: How does that even work? I bet what happens is places like Match.com and Bumble and all those kind of dating sites, they probably... um they get the dating and the chatting and then that kind of, and then maybe even the phone calls if anybody really calls anymore it's probably more texting really so i think people do that stuff and then uh when well, hey you want to meet up uh, then it comes like a red flag like nope we're not doing that but we can still text and chat and keep paying for the subscription to the service so they make money too
2: well, yes, that is one way where they're doing that. But this other thing that has come about is the ability to engage in virtual dates. And so I found... Oh, like a
1: FaceTime thing? or is- FaceTime.
2: Well, there's a lot of different options for dates. You don't just have to do the traditional FaceTime or Skype. But I have a list of things that you could do if you are trying to figure out how to have a virtual date with somebody that you've just met and really would like to meet in person in the future but we have some suggestions of things that you could do
1: okay well let's so see what you got
2: well of course the first one is phone skype facetime or use google hangout or zoom conference calling to be able to chat these with are all person. like
1: video chat like video uh, webcam type stuff
2: yes but I, there's this other one that i hadn't thought of so you know one of the things that you do sometimes early on in a relationship is like go to a movie and hang out and like talk about the movie after and get coffee or whatever right
1: yeah, typically, I guess, yeah.
2: Okay, but when you are having to be social distanced and all the movie theaters are closed, you can't go to a movie. But there's this new thing that I'd never even heard of on Netflix called Party Mode.
1: Party Mode? What's that?
2: Yeah, so here's what on it Netflix? says Using your computer, you can host a Netflix party in which you can watch the same film together. You'll need Google Chrome browsers and the Netflix Party extension, which you can find here, which we'll post the link on our website. And you can then have the phone call running on audio so you can react in real time. Or there's a chat on the sidebar. So you could be watching this movie on your laptop or whatever and have the chat going with the person or watching the movie and you guys be like, have one headphone in and like laughing at the same things because you can start the movie at the same time. And it's like, how's that
1: work? I mean, is the movie being played only on one person's computer and the other people watch? I'm confused. Yeah,
2: it's party mode. But for this purpose, it's going to be like a virtual date. So it's like just you and one other person. And I guess the idea behind it is like, since you can't go to a movie theater together, and especially since like new releases are coming out even quicker on like streaming platforms, that maybe you could like see a new release together and, you know, each pop your popcorn, whatever, and sit there and watch a movie. But what do you think, Chris? Like, could you get the same feel?
1: Yeah, it kind of, it's almost like Netflix and chill but with actually chilling. It's more Netflix You kind of watch it together, and I kind of like this, actually. I would totally do this.
2: Would you really? Of course I would do this. Like, seriously, though, because I I started to think about this, and I was like, I'd like the idea, like, with my girlfriends, all of us watching a movie together, but the article was saying, like, get them on the audio. Like, my biggest pet peeve, absolute biggest pet peeve is when people talk to me during a movie.
1: Yeah, well, the chat thing, I guess, is kind of funny. Um, It has to be a movie. If it's Netflix, maybe it's a movie that – that nobody really cares about. So it's like whatever movie, you know, people talk through, who cares? It's like a laugh kind of thing, you know, like a background movie. I
2: don't know, know, but would you actually be on a phone call for two hours while you're watching a movie just for the sake of having a virtual date?
1: Of course I would, especially if you can't actually see the person. Oh, totally.
2: All right. Well, I'm going to go with you on this one, I guess. But I was, I don't know. I'm still a little bit on the fence about that. I guess you do what you got to do for a virtual date, right?
1: Absolutely. So yeah. what else you got today, baby?
2: Well, still on that same one, when it comes to Netflix, it's talking about people with opposite schedules that are dating. And the idea was that instead of being on this Netflix party extension, that you could come up with a list of movies that you're eat, that you're going to watch together, but separately because you're, you know, social distancing. Um, and if you're on different schedules that you just watch it when you can, and then you talk about it afterwards. So if you can't have an actual virtual date, that it's still kind of like having a movie date because you've watched the same ones. How do you feel about that?
1: No, wrong. <laughs> Don't like that at all. Because i would be like, yeah, sure, I watched that. And you're like, oh, really? What do you think about this part? yeah it was great, uh-huh, okay, yeah, I mean it's no real when you're actually seeing it together live, even though you're not sitting side by side, you have that interaction, you're seeing the same thing, you get to actually it's almost as if you're in the same room, but you're not. the way you were saying the second round was that you would send me a movie to watch, I would send you a movie to watch, and if we get to, we get to it if we don't, we don't, you know whatever.
2: And if you're like me, you totally forget all of the, like, details. You just remember, like, the broad storyline. You're like, that was a really good movie. It made me feel good. But then they're like, oh, did you remember, like, this uh, bridge that they crossed? It, like, has this historical significance. You're like, uh, yeah, I saw that yeah, one. Yeah, I would
1: have I got popcorn during that part of the movie.
2: <laughs> all
1: right, so what else okay. you got?
2: So the other things on the list um, for this distance dating idea is shooting video um, that you can – Okay, here's what it says. There might may not be a ton of things to do around your house. You can shoot video clips and send them over at your leisure when you look the cutest. Or if you'd rather say something than text it. These little gestures really help pass the time and help you connect on a deeper level.
1: I used to do that all the time. I'd send little videos or um, I would receive little videos and I would send them. And I totally get that. Yeah, it's totally cool. I would totally do that. I have done that. But
2: for virtual dating?
1: Well, no, it's like when you are dating somebody, you want to be cutesy, you just send a little little video clip saying, I miss you or something. You,
2: you know? send those to me sometimes. Yeah. I don't know if I send them very much. I'll send pictures. No,
1: really. yeah, but you remember a picture person, which is probably on this list, too, I would think. Pictures, obviously, right?
2: No, it's actually not on the list. What? <laughs> the next thing on the list, though, is to take up gaming. I disagree with this one, but they say to take up gaming. Um, that you can put in more of an effort. um, And if you don't have the necessary tools, you could order it online. And online gameplay can add a fun element, especially if you're a Twitch streamer.
1: I don't know about this twitchy, itchy uh, streaming thingy, but I do know that with like Fortnite and other games like that, you can physically have a headphone set and physically talk to the other person. So it's like you're on a date, you're kind of doing something interactive together and talking to each other. It's about as close to being in the same room or whatever as you can it's almost like remember going out to play miniature golf or bowling or activities when you do that on an actual date yeah and you'd be physically doing something together like a fun game this is kind of like that but you're actually not in the same room and you're talking over the headset yeah I i guess that
2: could be really fun unless you're me and you don't play video games and your person keeps dying so then you have to like keep coming back into a level i see ezekiel um our fifteen-year-old that plays—he plays Fortnite with his friend, or well, his his cousins that live across the country—and I was just thinking, like, if I was to play with him, and I kept dying, like, it would just totally put—I don't know—a really negative spin on that date. And I guess the one thing that it would no, do it'd is be, it'd
1: be fun and be cute because it, you're thinking about this. I think when you play these games or you watch these movies, because if I was dating and I was young. I'm not young anymore, kids, but, you know, I'm like a couple years above that. But anyways, so if I was really young and on the first date with somebody, I would be so nervous and that I wouldn't even pay attention to the game. I wouldn't pay attention to the um, movie. I'd be more, oh, does she like me? Does she not like me? Does she think I'm cute? You nervous. Yeah, totally.
2: No. Yeah, for sure. You know? Well... What I was going to say is at least it would let you know whether the person was a good winner or loser, which is a real important character trait to get underneath, like to understand, because if somebody's super competitive and they're a sore loser and oh, that comes out, things. You hear oh my like, gosh, you're going to hear, you hear that. You like the
1: window crashing, door slamming and screaming at your headphones.
2: I guess it makes it easier to ghost people that way, right? Oh, totally. If you're only going on virtual dates. I mean, not that we're saying that, but, you know, it's, it's. Yeah. It's easier. probably, che- it's probably <laughs>
1: cheaper too because those dinners you got to pay for, you know?
2: Yeah. Al- although, like, one of the things that I read on the very first one when you were doing like a Google Hangout or FaceTime or Zoom dates is that people can cook together and they can make that their date if they have like the same ingredients and they make the same meal and they're like cooking together while they're on wow, video that's when like, they sit that's down. Deep. Yeah. But when my-, my friend Abby, she was in a long distance relationship and she was doing that with her boyfriend, they would have Sunday night cooking dates virtually
1: let me ask this side note here christine now this virtual cooking date like you just said how many dates into meeting the person online or wherever it is would
2: you do that i don't know i think it depends on if the guy was to ask you now here would take it to a whole different level is if he asked you out on a virtual date and then sent you the groceries for what to make together so you had the same thing that's classy because i guess the one thing is with the virtual date is you get out of having to pay for anything yeah there's no investment
1: right right or like or the netflix thing like you said and things like that or the gaming or whatever but i guess both you guys have to be gamers to really do that huh
2: well that's what i'm saying is if i'm not a gamer but i get invited to go on a virtual gaming date like is it actually going to work out
1: you No, know, you know what i also thought of something just now based on the netflix version is that most people have tv i would think but maybe not but like remember back in the old days everybody had cable tv like yeah. regular, regular television that's mm-hmm. all they had so if something was on at eight o'clock like a tv show you guys like to watch it came on at eight o'clock you literally could watch it kind of in the same at the same time
2: oh yeah like you love the walking dead so like if we were having to be apart and that was your thing and i was into walking dead too we could like be watching it and be like oh my gosh and like yeah shh, but, shh, shh, shh. But you, oh my gosh oh my gosh what's, what's
1: what, it going? You know what's funny about that? When I used to have uh, my other my condo years ago, I had uh, we used to watch the Charger games all the time on Sundays, right? I'd have it going on in both televisions, one in my bedroom and one in the main room. But for whatever reason, there was a delay. I don't know. I think- oh, one, that's funny. One went through the cable box and one went through the wire directly to the, from the wall. So even with that, it was like literally like a 10, 15 second delay or that's whatever. Hilarious. Between two TVs in the same house. <laughs> So I can only imagine if you're watching the same show that you'd see something first before I did. Like, oh, look at that! What? Look at what? Oh gosh, you know, like uh-huh. something like that it would totally throw it off. But I yeah. get the thing you'd have to like sync it up. So I guess the yeah, that's best- the same
2: thing. Well, I guess with the Netflix, if you're on that party extension, it would all be synced up. But that's yes, if it's a show like nobody stopping to go to the bathroom. Like, you know, with a DVR, like, you can't stop. You have to run it at the same time. Right, mm-hmm.
1: right. And it has to be synced up together. So I guess the best way to do it is maybe another way, too, is get... Get a movie, whether you rent it on DVD or something. That both you get the same movie, and you got to say on the phone, "Okay, ready, one, Three, two, two,
0: one,
2: oh, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> play." And then you both play at the same time. That that's like the best way to do it.
2: Yeah. Well, the last thing on the list is to make a playlist, make a music playlist for one oh, another. I am down
1: for that. But I don't sure. see how
2: that's a virtual date. I mean, I totally love playlists, but
1: a, yeah, how's that even a date at all?
2: I don't know. It's like go listen to this music. Maybe it's to like stay connected, to like share your musical interests and. Did you ever used to make mixtapes for you girls? Are you kidding <laughs> me?
1: Are you kidding me? I was the master of mixtapes. Mix Are you kidding
2: me? Mixmaster master Chris.
1: That's what I used to always do. I'd make these mixes and these little cassette. Back in the cassette days, kids, Google what a cassette is, uh, if you know what that is. But <laughs> I used to make mixtapes, cassettes, and I would send them out and I would um, – make them and play for everybody or did i, I advanced to actual compact discs oh I'd, yeah i used to
2: do that cds mm-hmm. kids
1: look that up too google that too and i used to make little mixed cds and send those out they're much easier to send out and since everything was digital it was much quicker to make a mixed cd than it was a cassette
2: yeah i used to make those mixed cds all the time and that's how ezekiel's father and i when i was living back east how we would like communicate, we'd send CDs back and forth to each what other. What was on the CD?
1: Music, or, music, or yeah, voices? like my favorite
2: music, and then his favorite music, and then we had like this whole album of mixed CDs that we would share. And I used to make them for myself too, because it's like, well, I like this two songs off of this CD, and this two songs off of this CD, and then I would play it in my car. But I could see. I do Spotify playlists with my friends from school. Okay. Like to motivate ourselves. So now,
1: if you want to do that, you just do a Spotify or even Apple or whatever you yeah, got Google. Yeah, Apple
2: Music or whatever.
1: There's like, you can make a playlist and just share the playlist.
2: Right. So I guess that you could do that. It's so wouldn't call easy, it a,
1: too. It's super easy to do that.
2: Yeah. I wouldn't call it a virtual date, but it's definitely a way to get to know someone is even if, if, if you have like different musical interests to, you know, get familiar with what they like to miss, listen to. And actually, when you and I were first dating you used to send me on apple music different songs oh yeah and i didn't have apple music so i signed up for it and then i started to curate them so i actually have a whole list i call it my my bay playlist oh <laughs> of
1: all the songs I've <laughs> all sent the Christine's... songs that
2: you've sent to me and then well, songs see, that... this
1: works it, it, it must work People and it, builds doing memories. It. Doing it
2: yeah and then songs that we've listened to when we've gone to concerts and things like that or things that really struck a chord they like Really meant a lot to me. And so I've created that. So I could see how, especially if you're at a distance, because we had opposite schedules when we first started dating how that could be really helpful, but especially right now when you're living the Q life.
1: Yeah, the Q life. So what else you get? What else is involved in this no, article? That, that was it. That. that was, oh, that's it, the whole thing, huh?
2: That's all of their ideas that they had for us. Well,
1: if you guys are dating or if you are trying to date right now and you are on Match or on Bumble or any of those kind of things and you're scratching your head, how am I going to take this to the next level? Well, find yourself some curious, just figure out some ways you can figure it out, you
2: know? Right, especially if we're going to be... Uh, Staying separated for a couple more weeks here at least. You definitely, if you have a chemistry with someone, you want to keep that going. And so come up with some fun ideas as to what's going to help you advance your relationship and see if it's worth meeting in person after the Q Life has expired.
1: Okay, and now it's time for Shout Out Central, where we actually name off some of the cities on who is listening where you guys are from.
2: Yeah, but we're gonna start out with our country. So we wanna say a huge thank you to our countries that joined us this week, and that would be Spain, Ooh. Switzerland, All right. and Canada.
1: Hey, hey, thank A and A to you. Thank you for listening to our show.
2: Yes, thank you so much. And for our cities here in the
1: United States, I wanna say a big shout out to the big city of Cleveland, Ohio. Woo-woo. How you doing? And also another shout out to Dallas, Texas.
2: Yes. We love those cities.
1: And for funsies, how about Salem, South Carolina?
2: Oh, I thought you were going to say Solvang too.
1: Oh, and Solvang So, By the way, another one here we got is Solvang. Solvang. Solvang, California. I don't know where that is.
2: Yeah. But- it's a little Danish town out on the central coast. It's really cute and they have like little windmills. So if you're ever visiting California, make sure that you stop by Solvang. It's a great little touristy spot and I know that you would definitely love it.
1: Oh, well, that sounds fantastic. And thank you and you and you. Thank you guys for listening to our podcast. We really, really appreciate it. Don't we, Christine?
2: Yes, we definitely do. And even though we know that a lot of you listen to us on your commute and you might not be making that commute, just remember to put us on your headphones, take a walk around the block and put a little pep in your step with the Chris and Christine show. We appreciate you.
1: Thank you. That's fantastic. And we will see you guys next week.
2: Remember this week that life is too short to wake up in the morning with regret.
1: So love the people who treat you right. Forget about the ones who don't and believe that everything happens for a reason.
2: If you get a chance, take it. If it changes your life, let it. Nobody said that it would be easy.
1: They just promised it would be worth it. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Chris.
2: And I'm Christine. And until next week,
1: keep moving forward.